market to moms as if they are elite athletes. The amount of grit and physical and emotional endurance that moms have going through this transition, we really want to play up to their achievement. So supporting moms as if they're like these elite athletes that are just taking on the world, because they are. Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello, listeners. It's Katrina McCarty, your podcast host. We have got a very special guest on the show today, and we are going to be talking about the theme of innovation and really tapping into a mother's innate ability to solve problems and provide innovative solutions. And we're going to do that by hearing a really special story about a very innovative business in the US called Milk Stalk. Milk Stalk is the world's first and only breast milk shipping company. This business started in, I think, 2015 and has been widely embraced by working mothers throughout the US and also a huge number of Fortune 500 companies. So I really hope you enjoy the interview. Hello, listeners. Today, our guest on the show is Kate Torgerson, founder of Milk Stalk. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you for having me. Oh, Kate, listen, I have been super excited about having you on the show. I first came across your business probably only about three or four months ago when I was interviewing another guest on our podcast called Mita Malik from Unilever, and she mentioned that Milk Stalk was part of their employee member benefits program to engage mothers back in the workplace. And so immediately after the interview, I went and, and did some research and discovered what it is that you do, and I was so taken by uh, your innovative business idea that I've written about you in my latest book, The Mother of All Opportunities. For our Australian listeners who might not be familiar with Milk Stalk, can you please tell us a little bit about it and what inspired you to start this business? Yeah, absolutely. So Milk Stalk, what we are is we're the first breast milk shipping company. We help moms ship their breast milk back to their babies, typically when they're traveling for work and they have to be separated for some period of time and they want to maintain their breastfeeding relationship. I started Milk Stork out of my own pain point. I was breastfeeding my twins and I was committed to exclusively breastfeeding them. I was also back at work and I was faced with a four-day business trip. For moms who breastfeed, they know that experience of having to pump extra milk before you leave to cover your absence and then pumping relentlessly while you're away really creates a pain point uh, for moms. It's, it takes a huge amount of time before you leave to create that quote unquote extra milk and all pumping moms know there's no such thing as extra milk. And then you have to, have to manage the logistics of this really highly perishable substance in a hotel mini fridge and carry it back on your flight. So I did that and I was pumping a gallon of milk every two days for my twins you produce more milk with twins. The, at the end of my trip, I had two gallons that I had to bring back. I had to bring it through airport security. I was carrying that milk along with my wheelie bag, my 
breast pump bag, my computer bag, and I was stopped by airport security. I had to dump out my ice. I had to replenish my ice on the other side of security. I was asked why one woman would have so much breast milk. It was really just a very logistically painful experience and also one that was just unnecessarily difficult for a mom who's just trying to do the right thing for her kids. So I came back from that trip and got to work on Milk Store almost immediately. So how does it actually work? So what we do is we send to mom's destinations, wherever they're traveling, uh, these really wonderful coolers that are push button activated and provide extended refrigeration up, up to 72 hours. That way moms don't have to worry about freezing breast milk in a hotel mini fridge, which can be really difficult. And they can ship home fresh refrigerated breast milk. These coolers come with overnight shipping labels and everything that moms need to do to just pack up their milk, seal the box, and then schedule a FedEx pickup with their hotel and the milk overnights home. So can I just ask, Kate, so if I'm traveling, do I take this box with me or do you have it delivered to the hotel? We have it delivered to the hotel. We want wow. to make sure that moms are unburdened and that they're carrying less. And that's that means both for their travels to their destination as well as their travels home. Now, wow, that's fascinating. So this year, I understand that you've added some international capabilities for moms who might be traveling. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, you know, traveling internationally with breast milk really presents its own unique challenges. One of the big pain points with traveling internationally is that airports across the world have really different regulations for carrying on breast milk, and you kind of never know what you're going to run into. So what we did is we created what we call the international pump and check. And what this does is it allows moms to pack and and check their breast milk as luggage. So it's a, a very large cooler that provides about, it holds about four to five days worth of milk, and it actually provides 90 hours of refrigeration. And it comes with everything that moms need to pack up their milk and check it as luggage. And again, that solution is really to kind of bypass the very um, uh, differing regulations that they might run into on their itinerary as they're traveling internationally. Wow. Look, it, it's. I just wish there was something like this when I came through. My kids are now 12, 14 and 16 and, and I breastfed them as well. And I did find it incredibly difficult when I went back to corporate work. And what you're offering is just such a wonderful solution and one that obviously has not been thought of before. You've experienced some enormous success, I think, since launching. Was it 2015? Correct. Yes. Now, you've shipped more than 2.5 million ounces of breast milk, which would be something, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here for my Australian listeners to put this into perspective, it's something like about 100,000 litres of breast milk. You've supported, is it more than 10,000 breastfeeding working mums? It's, it's about 15,000 now, yeah. Okay, so 15,000 breastfeeding working American mums, and you've partnered with hundreds of businesses right through from small firms through to Fortune 500 companies. What makes you most proud? I think the thing that I'm most proud of is that Milk Stork has really played a role in normalizing the experiences that working moms are having in the workplace, or in, in the office, specifically around breastfeeding and normalizing breastfeeding. In the past, I think breastfeeding and pumping in the office has always, it's obviously done behind closed doors, 
Most moms are kind of, you know, taking a taking a moment to go do it. And the rest of the world doesn't really understand what goes into breastfeeding and the breastfeeding relationship. So to be able to normalize that experience so that moms can feel empowered and supported to breastfeed their their children and to know that they have the support of their companies behind them in that commitment, that's that's really what I'm most proud of. And so you should be. I had an awful experience. I we lived in it, we were in an open plan office for my corporate work and uh, it was all glass meeting rooms. So we only had one meeting room in the whole office that would have had, you know, 70 of us in there that had blinds on it so a window furnishing so you would often have to ask the directors to get out of you know finish up their meeting because it was time for you to pump your breast milk so it really it really wasn't very a conducive environment for it so I think that you should be really proud of what you're doing to normalize breastfeeding in the office. Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast. I'm actually really curious about your customer base, Kate. I see that you're very popular amongst the Fortune 500 companies who want to support their breastfeeding mums. So I know that you've got, you know, accounts like Pinterest and TripAdvisor and the Home Depot. Yet I also notice that you also still receive orders directly from breastfeeding mothers. And I'm interested to understand a little bit more about that. We're unique in that we provide both an employee benefit and we have a retail option. And really, that's in recognition of the fact that while we hope all companies will provide breast milk shipping and milk store to the moms who need it in order to do their jobs, not all companies are there yet. And we wanted to make sure that there was a solution that was available to women, regardless of whether there was that employee benefit in place. That being said, our focus is to raise awareness with employers so that they understand this pain point that women have when they're returning to work and that they are supporting women, especially those that have to travel with any kind of frequency by offering breast milk shipping. Um, The other thing, too, is that, you know, these moms live rich and amazing lives and not all of their travel is work related travel. There's an adventure that they need to travel to that's, you know, on their leisure time. We want to make sure that they have access to Milk Stork to support those trips and those ambitions as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm really curious, how were you received when you first approached these large Fortune 500 companies? What's interesting is we actually didn't approach them. They approached us. We owe Milkstork success to moms being very vocal about what their needs are in the office. Moms started using Milkstork on the retail side and then asking their employers to reimburse them. And really, that has been the key for employers um, understanding this pain point, knowing that there's an internal demand for it from their moms and their employees. 
and then meeting those moms um, where they're at in this breastfeeding journey. Yeah, fantastic. Look, I'm always just incredibly delighted to see how innovative mothers are. They're incredible problem solvers. And your idea addresses a real pain point, uh, which I guess most management never would have even considered. And I know that you've been recognised by Fast Companies as the uh, most innovative company. And I'm always incredibly surprised why brands aren't tapping into mothers in their organisation to help them solve key issues and allow them to be part of the, the new product development process. We've got a huge number of senior marketers and business owners who listen to our show. Is there a message that you might want to share with them? Oh, I, I, you know, if you're if you're a company that wants to launch a product or service, moms are probably the single most powerful consumer segment that you need to understand deeply. Moms have a buying power of two point four trillion dollars annually and control most consumer purchases and household purchases. Uh, so my message to companies making, especially consumer facing products, if you don't know moms, you don't know your consumer. Absolutely. And that 2.5 trillion, that's just American mothers. Here in Australia, mothers uh, control about 132 billion, but uh, they are the world's most powerful consumer, most definitely. I would also add, I don't know anyone who has more pain points than a busy mom. So there's so many opportunities to solve, create solutions to solve these pain points. And I think, you know, that's where companies should be looking is these moms who are short on time, have a lot to do and need solutions available to them. Yeah, it's really interesting that you say that, Kate, because I'm seeing a real drive towards what I call the mother the mother of invention, and you're definitely a mother of invention, where they're going out now and they're not waiting for someone else to solve that pain point for them anymore. They're going out and launching businesses just like you have with Milkstalk, and they are taking these to market. So there's, it's really an exciting time, I think. I agree. I agree. Your service provides a a very unique uh, employee benefit for companies. And and as I said to you earlier, I would have really valued breast milk transportation. It would have certainly assisted my transition back to work. Instead, I found my, my return back to work pretty tough. And I ended up leaving within a year and went in and launched my own business. I really see Milkstalk helping support mothers return to work and it also allows companies to really demonstrate a level of understanding and empathy for that return to work experience. I'm really curious to find out what kind of feedback you have received from companies about the other benefits they've noticed since offering Milkstalk. Has this really positively impacted retention or performance or achievement or any other factors in their organisation? It's sometimes hard to get to those quantitative kind of metrics. But what we do hear from companies is that, one, moms are not asking for kind of reassignment to different positions. They're more eager to take travel assignments as they come up, that it eases the transition back from maternity leave, which in the U.S. is very, very short. Moms are returning to work you know, well before their babies are being introduced to solids. And that it also signals not just to the moms in the company, but to other parents in the company or people who might become parents, that the company cares about this this transition that parents go through and that those early days, that first year of coming back, and that the company is going to meet them 
in that life stage and tried to ease that transition and understands that transition with compassion. I think that's it. Yeah, it, it demonstrates compassion. I think what we hear from moms is that, and, and what is really exciting to me is that moms say things like, I am able to breastfeed so much longer than I would have been able to do without milk stork. And to me, that just feels like the biggest win. Oh, I bet it does. I bet it does. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, is about to launch her second book, and you can get it first. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers, and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can pre-order your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. All pre-orders will be personally signed by Katrina and will be gift wrapped also, making them a perfect gift for your team or business colleague. Kate, I've noticed you've actually taken on some investment in recent times and you're experiencing some pretty incredible growth right now. Are there any plans to expand this service into overseas markets? I know that there will be many Australian listeners who will be wanting me to ask you this question. (laughs) Any plans to consider the Australian market where breastfeeding levels are actually quite high? Absolutely. It's my personal mission to bring Milk Store to uh, every mom who needs it, wherever she might be. So I cannot wait to kind of break beyond the U.S., and help moms everywhere. Well, fantastic. Please make sure that you reach out when you do. We'll definitely record another episode and I can put you in touch with a few people for the Australian market. Oh, that'd be wonderful. We've also got a large community of brand marketers and business owners who listen to our show. I wanted to ask you, uh, what three tips would you like to share with them about what you've learned about marketing to mothers since launching Milk Stalk? One kind of fun, I think it's kind of a fun tip. We market to moms as if they are elite athletes. I love that. (laughs) You know, I mentioned this when you interviewed me for your book, Uh, the amount of grit and physical and emotional endurance and just smarts that it, that moms have going through this transition, especially that first year, we really want to play up to their achievement in, in that period. So I think there's a lot of marketing that really focuses on the cuddly aspects of being a mom, the kind of quiet, cuddly moments. And those are great. But what we're interested in is supporting moms as if they're like these elite athletes that are just taking on the world because they are. I think the other thing that's worked really well for us is that we want to create inclusive representations of motherhood. You know, even a few years ago, you kind of got these cookie cutter representations of moms. And I think that that's a disservice to motherhood. I think we need to see all kinds of of moms out there and make sure that we're not just normalizing breastfeeding, but we're normalizing motherhood in a way that's diverse and inclusive. And I think the last, this this is kind of an obvious tip, but especially for moms, there is no better marketing device than word of mouth. 
And I think when you talk about the mom consumer segment, if you can unleash their word of mouth, you will see nothing like it. <laughs> it is like wildfire. And as I said earlier, you know, Milk Stork's success is really, we really owe it to the word of mouth that moms have kind of, you know, fueled amongst their community. And I, I think we all experience it as moms when someone has a baby, everyone has advice or a great product, but harnessing that and really making sure that your moms are having a fantastic experience so that they tell their friends or they tell the next mom that's, you know, about to give birth, that is really incredibly powerful with this segment. Yeah, it is. There's some really, really strong tips from you, Kate. I particularly loved um, your first one about treating mums like they are athletes. And uh, for our listeners, Kate is actually one of the contributors to my new book. And when her quote came through, I was like, yes, you talk about that grit and and how we're, we're constantly being presented with these cuddly images, but people are failing to recognise the grit and determination that goes into into being a mother. And I think you really nailed it there. So it was it was great to hear hear that tip then. I wanted to ask you, Kate, if people wanted to learn more about you or your company, Milkstalk, what's the best way for them to do so? On Instagram, you can follow Milkstork at Milkstork, and you you can always find us at www.milkstork.com. If you want to see my <laughs> trials and tribulations as a working mother, you can find me on Instagram at Milkstork Mama. Fantastic. And for our listeners, I will ensure that they are all in the show notes, those easy clicks for you. Now, Kate, can I just say, I see you as a shining example of a mother of invention and you solve a very real pain point. And in doing so, you've created a really unique, innovative service with enormous growth potential and benefits for for working mothers. I would really like to thank you for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on the show. Wasn't that a great story? I just love the innovative approach of Kate Torgerson. And uh, I know that there are plenty of mothers throughout Australia that have really got their fingers crossed, hoping that Kate expands into Australia as well. But I wanted to challenge my listeners to really be thinking about how can you tap into the mothers in your organisation or mothers who are your clients, your customers, and get them to get involved in solving some of the challenges that you're facing in your business. One of the things that's become very obvious to me in my research over the past four years is that mums want to be actively involved in new product development, new service offerings. And it's really important that you're tapping into those core customers, the mothers who are core customers of yours and asking for their opinions getting their feedback. I don't see enough of this happening by brands and I'm really challenging you through this interview with Kate uh, to really think about how you could better tap into the innovative ideas of mothers. Thanks very much for listening. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. The show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organisation by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favourite guest was and why. 
If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.